Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast reminds you it's hip to be square. We set out for an adventure through the past as we head up lands uncharted. Here on Normies Like Us. Say hi to your mother for me. Hey! All hands on deck! Jack Sparrow, stay sharp. Nate, I'm a friend of Sully's. Sully doesn't have any friends. I should know I'm one of them. That's not true. People love me. Hey, what can I get you? A vodka tonic. Vodka tonic? Come on. It's my first drink of the night. Test me a little. You heard it up top. We are talking the video game franchise that is more film than game. That is now a film about a game. That's right, because we're talking Uncharted here on Normies Like Us with your hosts, um, uh, Colin Sullivan. Not just Mike Wahlberg. And this is Unjacobed. Oh, wow. Nice. Not Jacob Drake. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know any. Oh, yeah. Sure. Jacob Drake. That's the character's and, name. Wait. Mm-hmm. And Soli. I'm sorry. It's Soli Sullivan. What, what is the girl Chloe's last Soli name? Soli Sullenberger, right? You landed and that Chloe. Right. Chloe. Uh, yeah, I can't I even remember. <laughs> they don't say it very often, but uh, Fraser with a Z. Fraser. As a sure. Brendan Sorry, Fraser. Colin, Colin Fraser. Of course. Fraser. Fraser. The best Indiana Jones clone. Yeah. The radio psychiatrist. That's right. We just mm-hmm. talked Indiana Jones, and in fact, on that podcast, we listed out a bunch of other films that we thought were sort of in the adventurer franchise. Uh, Jacob revealed, oh, you know, I've never seen the Uncharted film, and I believe yeah. not necessarily right then, but it, it really put on our radar uh, <laughs> that we had to do an episode on this topic. So here we are. Of course. Yeah. Uh, video game media is having a bit of an upswing. You know, the Mario movie making a billion dollars, The Last of Us being critically acclaimed, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff happening and New Castlevania show, things like that. So it's like, hey, you know, hey, let's take a look at some uh, video game movie that throws back to an era when maybe it was less good. I don't know. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> but well, you know, we'll talk about it. Gran Turismo is out. People are loving video game movies. So we figured we'd dive in. Oh, that's, that's right. right, Mike. Uncharted. Well, this is based on a true story, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, Sony is really banking on this being. I mean, it's pretty much their biggest franchise aside from Spider-Man, if you think about it. Like, what other franchises does uh, Sony really have to hang their hat on? I guess um, Sonic. I don't know. Is that Sony? Nope, that is not Sony. So, That's not even uh, Paramount. They own the IP <laughs> yeah. for Demon's Souls. Horizon Zero Dawn. Dog. Yeah. Right. But, like, Sony, they you know, Spider-Man and the, the PlayStation Spider-Man. films that they're trying to make, like, this is, like, the first step into that water right yeah yeah that's absolutely true and um you know based on the popular video games can i ask you guys before we jump into the movie though what's your history with these games you ever play uncharted mm, like Colin? Mm-hmm. you ever you ever push a box and climb a ladder so check it out <laughs> <laughs> i'm just hearkening the naughty no. dogs gameplay staples <laughs> that make their way into last of us if yes you no you're right, you're ladders, right. I, i'm laughing because yeah. i am thinking there are good games that do that and these are i think these are good games but they no to well. answer your question mike um i've i've never played this franchise now uh former host of this program joe asta before he went missing with one half of a cross i don't know if i told mm. you guys that that is mm-hmm. where he's been um he loved these games and we used to live together so i've never played them but i can remember countless sundays where he would just throw one on and go like i'm gonna play this scene and it really mirrored do you guys remember there was a pretty famous ad campaign i can't remember if it was for one of the early ones on the ps3 or maybe for the ps4 one Mm -hmm. where 
it was a guy who was getting like interviewed by PlayStation was like, yeah, my girlfriend, she's always like, let's watch the next episode. She doesn't even realize like it's a video game. It's not a movie. It's not a TV show. Do you, do you guys remember that ad? But it, it, my life yeah. very much felt like that. ad. Mm-hmm. I would watch yeah. it like a show. I'd be like, Joe, well, I think that's, yeah, that's kind of what these games, they're like a big uh, movie game where you kind of play through the scenes of the movie and there's the big action set pieces Hut and scenes. Stuff. Yeah. But it's a lot of on rails kind of um, like you're just going through the different scenes of the game, which can be fun. Like it's one kind of game. I mean, open world games kind of got more popular in the 2000s and 2010s. Um, so this kind of game almost feels a little old fashioned to me, but I still like a nice like on rails uh, story type of game. Would like you? This. Did you do these ones, Jacob? I've never played these, but I, like you, uh, our friend Cole, uh, guest on the podcast before, was a big fan of these, and um, I would watch him play on the old PS4, uh, and he really enjoyed those. So I, so I, like you, I've seen a lot of gameplay right, from right, this. Right. Yeah. Um, so I have a, a little bit of experience with these. I've only played like the first and second one. Um, and the second one, I actually ended up play testing. Uh, mm. like at Naughty Dog in Santa Monica or whatever. So I pretty much beat the whole game before it came out. Uh, I guess not a lot of playtesters had been able to finish it. So I beat the second game. That's when we climbs up the train in the beginning, which there's, you know, right. Mission similar Impossible. sequence to this. Yeah, Mission Impossible did that. Hey, um, that was listeners. That was the other reveal off pod when we were pitching episodes where Mike was like, well, I actually playtested an Uncharted game and I didn't know your history of video game testing where I was like, well, we're definitely talking about yeah. Uncharted then. Right. And I, I may have mentioned it on Transformers. Uh, one of the early ones with Evan, because I did do some more for Cybertron testing as well. And, you know, they give you games and whatever, but it was an interesting time. But definitely I call these like they're pretty linear, but I call it a hallway game. That's not coined, but it's like, yeah, God of War Ragnarok's a hallway game, but it's done really right. well. Like it's very linear, but what the set pieces are is really exciting. And you're just kind of going through a movie, totally. uh, which is interesting because the game itself is almost already fulfilling the, that role of being this adrenaline filled movie that you're taking right. part in so why do you even need to make a movie is kind of the question here uh, they uh later they should make an old boy hallway game don't you think bro that would be the best one <laughs> the side scroller i love it they're gonna turn it into um, a stairwell game with josh brolin unfortunately yes the hallway <laughs> fight yeah yeah i did want to mention also uh speaking of our friend cole there was a short that was made uh, before this movie was made a few years before this, I think there was an, I think it was an, just an internet short video that someone made that, mm-hmm. he, that our friend Cole worked on, on the crew. And it was, I believe the first live action adaptation of uncharted and it starred Nathan Fillion, who was mm-hmm. a, a yes. long for a long time, like the dream fan casting of Nathan Drake, Nathan Fillion. Right. Hey, um, so yeah, check it out. Huge fan film. I don't know, again, mm-hmm. if you guys recall, this was one of those things where, like Jacob was just saying, like, so many fans were writing and being like, well, when you make it a movie, who cares about Nolan North, the guy who voices Nathan Drake in the game? Like, it needs to be Nathan Fillion. And people write that in, people write that in, nobody would right. do anything about it. So they made this, you know untitled proof of concept kind of thing uh, right yes like uh it's you know it, there were those old knockoff like the power slash rangers like uh, there was mm-hmm. this trend where people would be like what if we make these you know non-licensed fucking things right so jacob i texted friend of the podcast cole today to say like hey you know we're we're gonna talk uncharted mm. i remember that you worked on this thing pretty yes. famous short 
any good stories or whatever that that we could share. Uh, and he said not very memorable, but he did want to shout out. I think this is a pretty cool fact. The guy who shot it, his buddy Alex, uh, he does not give a last name, but shout out to Alex, mm-hmm. um, became pretty famous. I don't know if you guys have watched the the fan film recently, but there's a, a scene of him flying through the air, Nathan Fillion, as Nathan Drake, like doing a big punch. Mm. Um, the way they shot that is this guy, Alex, had to be like up on a cable and like bounce to shoot it or whatever with him as well. And then, uh, yeah, right. they slow it down, green screen, everything, right? Um, but he became a pretty famous meme in the film community called like flying camera guy where people would like, you know, meme and like, you know, like cut him out and stuff. So I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Oh, oh that's great. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to flying camera guy. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, really shout out cool. to a flying camera guy. Yeah. I think with, <sighs> with fan films like that, you can't, I don't know if they said like they could say the words uncharted or Nathan Drake, but I think with a fan film, as long as it's not for profit, then you're allowed to. That's why there's mm-hmm. like Spider-Man fan films and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I need to His check other out. Kind I should of- rewatch that before this episode, but yeah. Cole's other kind of big note was everybody on set was not told what game they were adapting. So I, I don't mm. think if you were a mega fan, you probably wouldn't have even known. Right. 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 It could just be a weird Nathan Fillion movie. just playing a explorer mm, adventure. adventure type. Yeah. 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 Hey, last thing I wanted to ask before we jump into mm-hmm. talking about the movie, which is mainly what we're going to be doing today. Um, what do you, I just wanted to know? What is your guys history with Tomb Raider? Did you guys play those mm. games at all? I was a PlayStation not too person, much. So I did. Yeah. But yeah. Go ahead. I was not a PlayStation person. I was a Nintendo boy back in the day. Um, but I was, you know, and familiar both, I would with never play Tomb Raider. Yeah. Wow. I, would, I was familiar with it, but I never played it. Yeah. You guys missed out Tomb Raider 2 backflipping pistols akimbo fighting a T-Rex. You kidding me? Yeah. There was a T-Rex boss fight. <laughs> that, that was crazy. Yeah. I love Tomb Raider. Well, let me ask you this too. Have you seen any of the Tomb Raider movies, specifically like the new ones, right? The best. None or of the, the new, new ones. Oh, I, you know what? I don't know if ones. I saw the new one. Hmm. Yeah, I only remember going to Angkor Wat and destroying national treasures to film a movie there. Right. You know? <laughs> and oh, then there's no. the newer uh, Tomb Raider games where they kind Damaging. of change up the style a little bit. Yes. Um, and made them kind of Uncharted-like where you're going through these different made sets. That is a Sony property, right. too. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, go figure. Yeah. Right. And then there's, um, of course, red-haired future lady. What What are those Horizon games Zero called? Dawn. Yeah, they, I assume yes. they're going to be making a movie out of that someday, and it will make about $100 million on a $300 million budget, probably, and yeah. won't get a oh, sequel no. to right? <laughs> Sounds like something Sony would do. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I think speaking of Sony, that's a good time to transition, because we are taking one of the properties that is a, you know, a long time an exclusive on their platform. Now they're... Uh, Shifting over to the silver screen, so let's do it. Let's uh, hit some uncharted territory right after this. We're back here on Normies Like Us. We're talking uncharted. That's right. We don't have a map on this podcast when we're talking uh, this incredible Sony film. Yeah, incredible indeed. Absolutely incredible. You know, we have uh, mm. Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, again, Spider-Man, the best thing Sony has. They're like, you know what? Wow. Let's just stick with our guy, Tom, our in-house guy. Right. Cast a younger right. Nathan Drake, a younger Sully. It's kind of a prequel. Should have been Andrew Garfield. 
Oh man. <laughs> and Mike, I literally out loud said to myself watching this, like, well, this will be interesting for the podcast because obviously Tom Holland, we've talked about a bunch. We've covered all the Spider-Man films, but certainly we've never done anything where Mark Wahlberg would be on the podcast before. And then I started <laughs> cackling when I, of course, made the realization that we have visited this young man in his Cybertronian adventures before. You know what? <laughs> that is terrible because now this You're is not the- wrong the Venn diagram of my game testing and these films is Mark Wahlberg. That's right. The Transformers right. universe and the Uncharted universe <laughs> collide. Wow. Next to Mark the perfect Wahlberg. crossover, dude. Uh-huh. Literally crosses over twice, two crossing overs of crosses. Well, we should mention just, uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg, maybe not a great guy. Again, like a lot of uh, people that, you know, happen to be in movies sometimes that we cover. We just should probably mention that up front. Like, is it errata? <laughs> um, yeah. So not a fan of Mark Wahlberg as a person or really as an actor. actor. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, no, nope. but just if I could give a little background on this movie. So this obviously came out February of 2022. Um, so about a year and a half ago at this point, mm-hmm. uh, it was directed by Ruben Fleischer, a director that I think kind of sucks and has made one, made one good movie, which was his first movie Zombieland, And then pretty much has only made, uh movies that i didn't really like um you know venom. And then like what happened he, <laughs> oh, he made so venom he made in gangster Hell's squad Sony. but like yeah he is know, he all just... those films are sony but right. in gangster but squad Jacob, why the rare movie with a bad ryan gosling performance i didn't think it was possible but gangster squad did it yeah so, um wow. i'm not a fan of the Ruben guys Fletcher. who wrote zombie land who of course we talked about when we did that what you're talking about twisted metal uh those two gentlemen uh, like left him to basically only work with Ryan Reynolds. What What does that mean? It's almost like when we did our Christopher McQuarrie leaving uh, Brian. So, well, BS, sorry, I almost said his name and going yeah, to yeah. Tom Cruise. Right. You just find your better champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, I guess, you know, Jesse Eisenberg, he worked with, he made his second movie 30 minutes or less with him. And what I thought oh, was yeah. interesting. So reading about this movie, I found out what Ruben Fleischer signed on to do next, which is now you see me three, which first of all, if they don't call it now you three me, that's a perfect opportunity. They they already didn't do now you don't for the sequel. So I'm sure. Yes. Which suck. Now you three me. Yeah. But that's perfect because that that has Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson from his first movie. Yeah. That's kind of surprised that he didn't direct, you know, now you see me too, but he didn't. So and is (laughs) it kind of a flip? Does he kind of play just as kind of plays the cool magician, right? Like that's kind of, that's so dumb guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it makes sense though, because this is, I can see the, now you see me DNA in this, this goofy heist. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get it. Mm -hmm. And Ruben Fleischer, he's worked with Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson before. I guess it makes a lot of sense, but yeah, I'm not Jesse a fan Eisenberg of should director. play the brother in the sequel to this film. But we <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, the sequel that. that will never get made. We're definitely getting. Um, why not? <laughs> I do. So I do think this is interesting. So before Ruben Fleischer was attached, there was like a bunch of other people attached, including David O. Russell, uh, which is interesting. Mark he's never really. Mm, that's true, but he's never really done a franchise picture like this. No. You know, he's always done like no. quirky but, indies and stuff like that. So it'd be a really weird important departure. to point out. Yeah, this film has been in development for so long. Mark Wahlberg was originally signed on to play Nathan Drake and aged yes. into the solely role. I think that's uh, what happened with Nathan Fillion, whereas like he would have been the perfect casting like 
15 years ago, but he's, mm-hmm. you know, he would be a Sulik now. But yeah, this movie entered development in 2008. Uh, Avi Arad producing, obviously. Um, and so, yeah, David O. Russell was attached in 2010. Uh, and a bunch of other people were attached, including Dan Trachtenberg, director of Prey, mm-hmm. uh, Travis Knight, director of Bumblebee. Oh, wow. Sean Levy. Oh, wow. So like a bunch of different names have been attached to this at some point. I mean, it's been in development, I guess, for 12 years. Insane. Sean Levy, Ryan Reynolds, other guy. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Also, not a director I particularly like. No. Uh, <laughs> but, Can I say something about that murder, that suicide squad <laughs> of um, yeah, uh, just like guns for hire that you just read? Yeah. I mean, Dan Trachtenberg, right. I, I, he's you know, I like his movies. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Ten Cloverfield of those names, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. Marie yeah. Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, he's, he's cool with me. Yeah, um, but just some interesting facts about about this movie. Um, so I thought that was interesting. But Ruben Fleischer eventually took it over, and this movie did get made. It made uh, a perfect it. film, <laughs> and we all agree. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a movie. film. It's, it's one, one of the, of the films a of all movie. time. It's <laughs> an yeah, A yeah. movie? No, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. Um, of course, we have Uncharted. Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Please. Peter Parker himself, Tom, little Tom Holland. Now, Colin, I know how you feel about this. Uh, Tom Holland play, trying to be very adult in this role, trying to be very masculine, projecting a sort of uh, masculine energy, but hey. also, you know, the baby face, the petite frame. It's interesting, right? Like he's not, he doesn't, he's not a typical leading man type, I would say. For this Nathan Drake role, that's more of an adventurer, right? Sorry. Yeah. Like he's great for Peter Parker, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Where are we with this young man? Because I will be fully honest with you guys. I'll lay down my cards right now. This movie sucks. I hate this Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, the big issue is the chemistry of the lead. So mm-hmm. we're going to go through the whole thing, but let's really rip apart these two to start out here and say like, you know, in defending Tom Holland, do we, do I want to anymore? That is something I think when I watch these things, because I'll be honest with you guys, I watched his dumb Apple TV show. I had to do it for work. That crowded room. I thought it was some of the yeah. worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And I have seen that Daisy Ridley movie uh, where your thoughts reading. are things. Yeah, it's yes, like a planet it's of like, all men. I'll be honest with you women. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland, God bless you, young man. I know you are a good Spider-Man, but he is one of these guys where I'm like, well, you're just like a Christopher Reeves. That's all you will ever be good at. Dog. His range is not great. Yeah, he's. I like him as Peter Parker and as Spider-Man, but outside of that, I've never seen anything of his that I've particularly liked even that, what that Russo brothers movie, cherry, uh, where I he's trying to that. do, he's trying to go outside of the I'm box. Like he's trying different things, but it's not working. And here's the thing. I, I think Tom Holland as a person seems like a great guy, like seems very lovely, like in interviews mm-hmm. and stuff, seems like a nice guy, but I don't know if he's a great, I actor. want him to marry Zendaya for what it's worth. I, yeah. yeah we're, he's we're seems, very happy with that know. ship. <laughs> Their relationship <laughs> yes. seems to be going great. I'm very happy for them. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty much said in interviews, like he could just retire and be like a house husband to Zendaya and just be happy that way. So Bro. maybe that's what he should yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think Understandable. he, he does have a background to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. He has a background as a dancer. And I think that does show through in the action and the choreography. I think he 
the way he moves, he's very graceful. And I think that's why he might work as Spider-Man. And in the, in the action scenes in this, I do think he does well. So I'll say that like the parkour and stuff that he's doing, like he can do all the, the moves, you know, Mike, what is your exposure to him outside of Spider-Man? Uh, largely just the devil all the time. Spider-Man versus Batman. You know, Robert Pattinson's in that film. Right. Oh, yes. He's like an right. Ohio yes. boy. I really back. didn't like him in that either. No, me neither. Yeah. Pattinson was no, interesting. He's, he's in done it, a lot of yeah. against yeah. type. Like pretty much everything from he's done outside of Spider-Man has been like, I'm trying something new. I'm going to be like this edgy, like drug addict or like this person with like mental problems. If I was his agent, I would have him play a nice young man in this next movie. He's <laughs> yeah. good at playing a nice, a nice young man. Young right. Because that's what mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. And uh it, it's yeah. I would also have him play somebody British. We listed all those projects. He <laughs> does Americans. not do his voice. I'm I'm sorry, I just wanted to say that real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's very weird. And I feel like just have his... him play a nice British young man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And like like you said, his lines in this, like he's trying to sound older than he is. Like he's the still in his early twenties. Character, right? Nathan yeah. Drake in the first game is like in his mid thirties. You know, they've lived right. life. They have relationships with pre-existing characters. You know, he's a little bit more rough and tumble. He's not like a hero. He's like a smart yeah. archaeologist no. guy who, through like pure guile and luck, kind of happens to make scrap by. You know, he's not right. a competent yeah, and- parkourist, really. But you know. Well, I feel it's like important to point out, Mike, huge backlash to his casting in this film. People thought he mm. was too young and people said, oh, baby Drake. And it, people assumed, oh, it's some sort of prequel, which is what we got. Well, this, right. yeah, it makes sense to age him down because it is an origin story of his character, basically. Like you have him meeting Sully. He's working as a bartender to begin with. He's not even adventuring at all. So it's really an origin story. And they're, obviously they were hoping to make more of these, um, which would be more kind of traditional Uncharted dynamic right. i guess which you but even see in the end credits of this. they yeah. are going to make more of this Stop i don't know i don't know Sony if doesn't make money. good decisions they will um <laughs> if they make a little bit of money on spider-verse 3 they'll be like all right fuck it reinvest yeah um allocate well, allocate yeah 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 um it, it's funny because they do do some of the origin stuff in the games like like you do see the flashback with him and the brother and i got you and like they change a little bit of it but like we've seen the prequel in the game so i guess it's like oh we we have younger drake right here so we'll just do it but i don't think his character is nathan drake to me he's trying to do the one-liners so it's like a you know jason jake it's not it's not nathan drake (laughs) hey i love that it's jason jake i thought that is good (laughs) it's just a generic action guy right but uh, well okay so how about the other side then jacob so we set up top villain of the century, Mark Wahlberg. But mm-hmm. let's dive into because you were saying off podcast, like, you know, oh, we're putting in more effort than Mark Wahlberg does in this movie. The yeah. disaster again of this film, it's not just the chemistry. It's that it seems like Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg does not want to be in this film, right? Mm-hmm. No, he's doing as little preparation or work as possible. He's just showing up as himself, Mark Wahlberg, saying his lines like Mark Wahlberg would say them. Like he's not acting. He's just being Mark Wahlberg in this movie, right? Yeah. Which is most of his movies, I guess. Yeah. He's bringing none of kind of the character of Sully, even a younger version, you know? Right. And it literally feels like times where like, they're like, all right, rolling and someone feeds him the line. (laughs) And then he he comes out of his trailer, like five minutes before they're ready to shoot. Um, yeah, and him and Tom Holland just have no chemistry. Like, they're trying to do the one-liners and, and stuff. And it's just like, man, I don't feel like these guys are friends or know each other at all. They're just no. here for a paycheck. I, 
I feel like they've never met. <laughs> yeah. Tom is trying. It's right. just the role isn't necessarily perfect for him. And then Mark Wahlberg is not even trying at all, you know? So, and I mean, no. yeah, like the whole, like the cat thing, they're trying to make him like endearing, like, Oh, I got you this cat and everything. I don't know. It just wasn't working. My dad double crossed you. And I got a cat now. Yeah. My, my parents uh, went to this movie. My dad's only note was the cat wasn't in it long enough. So that was his hey, biggest takeaway. Yeah. That is the good joke of the film. Now, yeah. um, Mike, what do you think of the lack of mustache, the one defining characteristic of the character Mark Wahlberg is playing, Victor right. Sully Sullivan? That 100% speaks to the fact that he doesn't give a shit. Like, you could do a prosthetic one. It'd take 15 minutes to glue that sucker on every day, and he couldn't even do that. You know, it's like right. it just shows it, his irreverence for the material. And, like, yeah, there's no, Until, no respect until the end credit scene, of course, where they're teasing that mm-hmm. sequel that Colin thinks is going to get made. But I don't, I have my doubts. Place your bet. I posit. <laughs> Jacob, as a man who uh, primarily kind of has a mustache, you have a beard. It's just mm. not as full on the beard part. You have a very, I can't really mustache. grow facial hair very well. So I live with what I have is pretty patchy in the beard area, but I try Do you to, think that is yeah. Mark Wahlberg's issue. And what did you think of his mustache at the end of the film? It's possible. Uh, and I mean, we don't even know if that's a real mustache or that could be, like you said, a glue on. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but again, like Sully, I mean, he has like gray hair, right? In in the game, right. like he's older than yeah. Mark Wahlberg. It's an old but I guess man. if it's an origin story, it makes sense. We're seeing the origin of his mustache, right? The 10 years between the Kenobi show and New Hope really aged to Alec Guinness levels of gray. We're going to get that with Wahlberg. <laughs> right. It goes to Tatooine. It's a rough 10 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those three, those three sons um, will do it to you. Age but it is very solo a Star Wars story where it's like, we need to find out how he got his mustache, of course. Right. But um, he'll do it for one scene. Anyway. Yeah. Not loving it. So, But actually, that end credit scene, by the way, not to jump ahead to the end of the movie, but yeah. I thought that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yes. Was that- <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Because it so. seemed just very controlled. It almost seemed like Mark Wahlberg was like, oh, yeah, I remember being this character. I like doing this. And they're like, you did? Mm-hmm. Like they have some semblance of chemistry in that scene. And it feels a lot yeah. more uncharted Nathan Drakey to me than like the rest of this movie. So maybe a, a sequel would be better. sequence. If this was how you start and then you yeah. flash back, like, you know how we start in media res and then we go back. This kind of set up like that. If it starts with him and Sully on adventure with a mustache and then we get to that no that, instead it oh, starts with him falling out of an great. airplane yeah right yeah <laughs> which is let's uh, get into it so yeah we're structuring it similar to the games a lot of them open with a big action mm. set piece and they're trying to show you whoa bombastic look at all this crazy action that's uncharted it's uh, uncharted what is it it's nothing but action apparently <laughs> it's not characters it's not character chemistry or development or no. storytelling it's big action and this this set piece in particular the train the things falling out of the plane, plane. and him jumping from like thing to thing like that was very heavily marketed like in the trailers and stuff yes so like oh this it is the poster. Be amazing yeah mm-hmm. and it's the first scene we see and it cuts it kind of has a, a cut that i like where it cuts back to his childhood and he's like falling from a window or something right it's kind of like a match cut that yes is it from does have the a flashback really cool scenes that's yeah. in the yeah. games and, the, and uncharted 3 i, think I do also that airplane I do want to point out the CGI of it all as a start out. And I got to say, guys, I love when we talk Sony movies because there are times where I was watching this where I just full on just got up and went and used the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't pause yeah. it. So, listeners, we're going to bad energy. But real quick, in the opening scene, 
it's you know like the depth of feel like everything is cgi they're on cgi crates cgi background you imagine that like tom holland's on wires or whatever right sure a bad guy throws something at him tom holland ducks away he goes off screen to the right and then we look down and see that it's like I mean, it's like a chasm. Like it is like you would have to like be able to fly to climb up these like falling barrels, right? Mm-hmm. He yeah. then gets like a tap on his shoulder and he is behind the guy. He went <laughs> off screen and came out on the other side of the screen of like a goddamn like a video you game. Get a Spider Man move, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> five o'clock at the post house and the editor just went home. <laughs> yeah. That'll do. No, this whole scene, I it's mean the physics, the physics of this scene are just like you know, not based in reality, but <laughs> no, here's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm watching this movie and it it gets bigger and more bombastic from here. You think this is the peak, just you wait. But it's no. like it's less realistic than the Fast and the Furious ten. Yeah. Like that's how Or it has the same yes. like physics where they're like, Oh, and, these people are superheroes and can do anything and we'll But die. this is even less here's grounded. the thing though. Yeah. Your brain mic flips a switch when you watch Fast and Furious 10 because you're like, I don't know anything about Fast and Furious. This is it is what's being presented to me. And like Mm -hmm. the CGI mess it is, your brain eats that because you're like, this is what it is. The issue with adapting these video games, I think, into live action stuff when they're this CGI heavy is your brain goes, oh, yeah, this is a video game. I'm watching the video game right now. Why do I give a shit? Like, why didn't you do this practically or in some sort of like interesting way to make yourself different than the video game? I mean, honestly, yeah, if you're approaching an Uncharted, like if if you were asking me, I would try to do as much practical stunt work as I could, like Fury Road, even if you're going to you're not having them hanging out of boxes on an airplane, but like you could have in a, you know, you could do it more real. You're racing wires. Yeah. You're five feet off the ground. There's a green pad under you, but you're actually jumping on boxes and doing like do as much as you can. Um, But this just looks terrible. And then you feel no energy because in the game you're playing it and you're like, Oh shit. And this, you're just watching Tom Holland appear and disappear. Um, Yeah. I will say just, yeah. Tom Holland, like I said, he's he's not a great actor, but I do think he's a good physical actor in that he can I just think he can move very gracefully and he can do all the parkour and stuff. So these scenes are I think where I find him is at his best when he's doing these big action scenes. Jacob, I think the the thread between Spider-Man and this character, literally what you're saying is He's very good when he has to dodge something, turn to the camera and say, whoa, like that yeah. is Tom Holland's strength as an actor. Right. Which yeah. is why he works so well as Spider-Man. But yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess. Well, you get a little bit. His brother yeah. pulls him up. They go into this museum. We get this flashback scene. that's like, tell me again what our last name is. Our last name is Drake because we're related to Sir Francis Drake, the man who was the first person to sail around the world for treasure. Right. Right. And pirate I do blood. want to mention, um, of course, this is going for a Indiana Jones in the modern day kind of thing. But, and since you mentioned this, um, I'm comparing it to, we already have an Indiana Jones in the modern day. And his name is Benjamin Franklin Gates, played by one, uh, Nicholas Cage in the movie National Treasure. Oh. So I'm basically comparing everything in this movie to National Treasure, which I think is a far superior film and even has the name thing where he's like, I was named after Benjamin Franklin because of our, we're related oh, to Benjamin Franklin. It's the same opening well, no, scene. And we have, right? we have a mentor mentee and the female a companion. It's the same, yes. op- same 
core three uh, characters. Right. Well, here's here's what I want to say about that. And I maybe already have on our <laughs> One Piece episode, which I'm allowed to say because it has come out. In it time. has it's absolutely not a come out right. last week. Um, I remember talking I about think that. Pirates. A lot of things have been leaning on, and I definitely brought up in that episode One Piece following the Cowboy Bebop formula, which this film does as well, which is, what if our triangle is aloof, likable lead, serious, gruff support, third is a woman, and you're not <laughs> sure whose side she's on? And you're like, but that's her whole character trait? And they're like, that's her whole character trait. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty much At what all that other stuff is, too. You. Yeah. Dial of Destiny. And then even the uh, the villain, so like in Sh- Sean, uh, Sean Bean in National Treasure, that's just Tati Gabriel in this movie, the female version of him, yes. who's like a former accomplice of Mark Wahlberg, but then betrays him and kills people and it's yes. bad and stuff. So they wow. <laughs> Also, this is shameless. There's yeah. degrees National of Treasure just watch that here too. Yeah. Like yes. Similar. Oh yeah, yeah. Backstabbing, yeah. stealing stuff, and even when uh, yes. Tom Holland's kind of like on the airplane thing, he finally gets on the plane, and then the car comes. Like, are you kidding me? Like Ethan Hunt would sell Very that so Ethan much Hunt. better. Yeah. You know that moment, the car coming out. Yeah. Sorry. Ilsa Faust is the woman that you don't know what yeah. side she's on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Totally. Something like that. And then we had a uh, Jesus. Anyway, Uncharted, a completely original concept. Yeah. So we do the heist. They want us to yes. build up to this big action sequence. So we go back in time. We're going to do the whole origin. But it really is a paint by numbers action heist story. Like it's paint yeah. by numbers. It really yes. is. The important thing about the flashbacks is you learn that he has an older brother who he kind of idolizes. His brother goes adventuring and stuff and kind of disappears. Well, Jacob, no, no, no. They're raised in an orphanage from the 1940s where, right. like, <laughs> if you're caught stealing a can of beans, they're like, well, then you have to go to juvie and be given the electric chair. And That's look, right. this kid is like, well, no, I'm just going to go, like, based live on, on the streets. Based yeah, on Tom leave. Holland's age and this kid, it's, it had to be only, like, 10 years at most this flashback takes place because, like, he's a kid, but, like, He's probably Five, like three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's interesting. But basically, his brother goes off adventuring. He's writing these postcards and stuff, and then at some point disappears or loses contact with uh, Nathan Drake, who just wants yes. to find his brother. And that's kind of the hook that uh, Sully, you know, gives him that he's like, yes. "Oh, you knew my brother." And so now once they meet, yeah. yeah. Jacob, we're introduced to our hero, Nathan Drake. He's in a bar mixing cocktails, and he is, of course, pointing out that the Declaration of Independence was written by... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's our other character, Benjamin <laughs> Gates. Now, yeah, instead, right. uh, Nathan Drake is just reciting, of course, the history of the Negroni, the drink he's making, <laughs> and then later yes. making up you know, funny things about cigarettes. But he's, he's being so endearing. He's saying things to his coworkers like... How'd that uh, date go last night? And she's like, oh, it went great, Nathan. Thanks for asking. He's like, hey. He's a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. You're likable. But he's, he's also likable. Right. But he's also a pickpocket, right? So he's conning right. this, this trust fund girl who he's making a drink for. And she's kind of like mean and rich to him. And then later he, he steals hey, her bracelet. Smart to pick that mock. <laughs> and, and when I saw his use comes in and you did that mock, it was smart what you did there. <laughs> I'm I'm smart too. (laughs) I'm smart Um, mock. That's what they call me. (laughs) Yeah. So 
at first he's like very against he meets Sully. You know, Sully. He's like, obviously Sully's trying to play me. Sully's a con man of his own kind of, and a con man can tell another con man, right? So he immediately he's suspicious of Sully. Game and he's like, man, game. Yeah. I don't want any part of this. But then when he finds out that Sully knew his brother and has this map of Magellan and all this stuff, he's like, well, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll tag along. Maybe we'll adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, just the whole bracelet. Oh, yeah, that's right. We need to, there's also a very key story element that's going to keep coming up, this lighter. There's a lighter, and it never works, but it yes. always works, but it never works. So just right. remember You need a new lighter exists. there, Mike. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. This, this is thing? my favorite lighter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just remember that lighter. It's really important. Sam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, your brother Sam, does he still do that thing where he's a young guy who's older than you? You do know my brother. Yeah, oh gosh. He was yeah. like, also right? Sully's like, being very like, like nothing. He's being very kind of weird about Sam, like not giving him the whole truth and that kind of thing. So as we come to find out, like mm-hmm. you know, maybe Sully's not on the up and up. But um first so they have this whole heist where they have to infiltrate this company that Antonio Banderas is the head of there's like an steal auction this thing. going up for yeah a part get this guys we've never talked One about part this, on of this a... podcast before <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two, <laughs> golden crucifix formed keys that is actually split down the middle and once you put them together activates a deadly ai or something wow, wow. <laughs> you're entity? right so maybe mission impossible stole from this the two golden cross keys but yeah, yeah. but they we just have did one it of them i Yes, I forgive um, National Treasure because obviously this film robbed it. But let me just say, Mission Impossible, shame on you. If you're sharing any details with this garbage piece of shit film, you should be fucking embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, like we said, it's the it's the summer of MacGuffins where there's two pieces and we have one piece. We've got to find the second piece. That was Click. like Transformers. Like everything mm-hmm. has two pieces now. I don't I don't understand why, but. Thank Double God we have, uh, like last week, that what only has it? one oh, yes. piece. Thank <laughs> yeah. God. We one get back piece. to one piece. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so thank God that happened. Two pieces. No, just um, one into piece. one piece. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lesson learned, Hollywood. That's a bad. We're done. We're done with two pieces. Yeah. Right. But uh, Banderas but I'll has just say, it. Uh, they want to swipe it yeah. before the auction happens. Or he's auctioning to get it anyway. Yeah. So we meet Antonio Banderas as the head of this company. We meet... Tati Gabriel. Well, hold, on, the, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Have we ever talked about Antonio Banderas and, and Treasure before? And no, oh, certainly like not. with an Indiana Jones type yeah. of guy. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> so he wow. had warmed up for that role with this. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I mean, okay. Harrison, of course I'll come do it. I've, didn't, what isn't I in the first one? They're like, no, 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 these aren't those films. He's that like, wasn't no, a I'm sequel? I'm sure I die. But you see, yeah. he's a good guy in Indiana Jones. In here, he's a bad guy, so right. it's different. Uh, also, he's yes. barely in this movie and dies like He's barely through. in Indiana Jones! That's he true. dies every three Indiana Jones! Jones. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> so it is the same right. movies. This inspired a lot. What is going on? <laughs> Why are what is going on with Antonio wow. Banderas? His career now is handsome guy who shows up and gets murdered. I don't like that. Hey, maybe he's you know maybe he's just taking these paycheck roles. I mean he's he's I'll probably doing all two right. Days. So. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna revive Zorro. Don't worry. Hollywood's out of ideas. I wish. I wish. <laughs> you still got Puss in Boots, right? Ah, yes. Yeah, uh, dog, yes. And he's so good at it. I'm sure he's got plenty of puts and puss and boots money. So Yeah, yeah. He definitely. shows up, 
shoots a couple scenes, takes a paycheck. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's worse ways to live, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But they're doing a heist. To, we have to get the thing before they auction it off or we're screwed. So they're trying to heist it. Things are going wrong. We got to improvise this and that. Hey, kid, what's going on with the thing? Working on it. Stop asking me. That happens a lot in this movie. What's going on? Whoa. Can you shut up? Like, oh, yeah, stop. There's a lot of like, again, to Tom Holland trying to appear older. There's a lot of him like in the car, like chewing gum and like not listening when people are talking to him that I'm like, I don't like this. Like, this is a very interesting personality to have. Right. right. And did he quit smoking? Is that the point? Like, what's the gum about? What's this? I, I don't know. Keep it. I don't know. I don't know. He has a lighter, but he lived. doesn't smoke. So, right. yeah. Um, and he does interact with the other adults in the room, let's say. Like, when these guards and stuff are coming, it feels like Spider-Man's getting caught. It doesn't feel yeah, like two adults are in confrontation. It's Spider-Man yeah. talking to henchmen. Oh, you're like a Scottish yes. guy. I can't understand what you're I saying. Okay. What, yeah. The, the second best <laughs> joke in the movie after the cat. Sure. Yeah, true. Because yeah. <laughs> I couldn't understand um, either, even with the subtitles. And we we jump past when he is preparing for this heist. We see his douchebag loft apartment is like, I sketch out the maps. I, I do pull-ups all day and get more and more fit. Oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. there was one other thing you wanted me to buy you for the heist. What about this cat? Oh, that cat? That's, that's a gift for you, Sully, because you're, you're a, a dumbass man. piece of shit. <laughs> and real point, the reason I wanted to point this out is Mark Wahlberg, who – probably improvise this line and has probably never been around a cat in his life says, but this cat's going to shit on my floor. Something cats notoriously do not do. Right. <laughs> yeah. They don't want a litter box anywhere, but in a box. I do like the, yes, you get a dog, you go, this dog's going to shit on my floor. You don't say that about a cat. He doesn't yeah. know the difference. The arc of this joke where he, where the joke is like he grows to like the cat and like by the end of it he's like you he's he's a cat owner everywhere i go comes everywhere (laughs) it's your whiskers and i go yeah you're like jesus truly that is the best joke he was late to the heist because it takes longer to get a cat permission to travel internationally (laughs) you know you had to fill out a form yeah, that actually is funny, actually. Maybe I'm delusional. Again, I like that end credit scene been happier than he was over. Any other scene in this he movie. He seems... Yeah. Maybe he's Mark Wahlberg's cat. Maybe I'm wrong. He seems actually <laughs> energized to do that scene because he seems to like having the cat. They gifted him the cat after rap. Three months later, like, hey, can we do a pickup for this post-cred? And he's a completely different man. Yeah, I'll bring the cat. Yeah. Oh, you um, giving me Mr. Whiskers? Okay. <laughs> Christ be with you. Mark Wahlberg is also super religious and has pivoted right. to saying he yes. only does films with uh, strong religious elements. Do you think that's why the cross key is in this movie? And all well, the I think that ties talk? into, you know, they're trying to tie it into history with Magellan and all that. So there's a lot of religious connotations because they were very, you know, Catholic and religious. We're doing things on too. behalf of the church, going to go gather treasure. Yeah, which I like that element of you know, the history thing, like that's a big part of national treasure too, even though I think it's done better in there where you're learning American history while they're It wasn't actually him that finished the trip. It was one of his first mates that took the boat around the way. And it's like, that, that's yeah. real history and that's neat. You know, it doesn't, it yeah. feels like so dry here, even compared yeah. to national treasure, but like they're trying but, to do that. Right. But by Jacob, the way, Colin, what do you, uh, oh, go about, ahead, go ahead, well, please. just about Mark Wahlberg being very religious. It's funny yes. because he, I think Mark Wahlberg is a guy who maybe had one good performance in his whole career, which was in the movie Boogie Nights, uh, which he maybe did by accident and has since uh, disavowed his performance in that because it's completely raunchy right now. Yes. He also has like a crazy wrong thing to do. Yeah. Wow. That's your best role, man. That's the best role in your whole career. You can't disavow that. 
Wow. Uh, but he also has this crazy schedule, right? Have you seen his schedule where he wakes up at like 5.30 in the yes, morning, Wahlberg works out, time. prays, works out again, has a do, snack, you know, yeah, insane that's, person. Do we bring this up on <laughs> Transformers, Mike? Have you ever had a... Yeah. It is. Have you ever had a Wahlburger, Mike? No. What? What? No, he has a franchise, right? No. No, I'm yeah, Wahlberg. That's his restaurant chain. Yeah, that the I Wahlberg think maybe brothers. Donnie runs now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think know. there's some other Wahlberg Never brothers, was. even aside from Donnie, that are like even less famous. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, it's a family run. So last like last question. I promise we will get back to the topic of this podcast. But Jacob, when you were listing off, like, well, National Treasure, you're learning history. In my mind, I was like, oh, what if there was one of these franchises where you learn religion? That would be so dumb. <laughs> there is. What do you think of the angels and demons? For What are the what are those oh, called? Do you true. like those movies, yeah. Jacob? Um, yeah, Da Vinci Code. code. Yeah. yeah. The Da Vinci Code. I could not That's remember right. what the fuck that was called. That was the first one. Demons, the second yeah. one. Yeah. Angels yeah. and Demons. Yes. Yeah, their book yes. based and on Dan Brown third? novel. Inferno. There's a third, yeah. Yes, yes. All starring Tom Hanks with an mm-hmm. insane haircut where he has like this long, Real stringy stuff. haircut. Uh, based cool. on the Dan Brown novels, of course, which were mm-hmm. – I actually read uh, the Da Vinci Code book because it was so popular back wow. in the day when it came out. My dad right. got it because my dad kind of reads those kind of uh, action – adventure kind of novels beach so he's like I mean, you gotta okay. check that's a beach read yeah, yeah, yeah they're airport books right you buy them in the airport read yeah. them on the plane Perfect. um and you know it's a, it's not a bad book it's a, it's sort of paced like an action adventure movie so it makes sense that they would adapt it but uh a lot of religious stuff in there pretty interesting but um it's a lot of like um i don't even know like like conspiracies right like yeah, Illuminati and stuff, right? Yeah. So it's not all true. He's lucky but... he stopped writing those books before QAnon started because right. they would have gotten very weird. <laughs> like like we have to raid existed. the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clue. Yeah, uh, we'd be a better country if they were, Mike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, uh, yeah, this is pretty much doing everything that those other movies we've talked about does just worse you know like even this heist scene like I, I i don't know if everyone catches this but tom holland's fighting the guys and he jumps onto the lights that are hanging from the ceiling yeah and i'm just like this is the worst police story <laughs> reference i've ever seen in my life right when Jackie again, I liked him goes down and it's like what the hell doing the parkour and stuff like he's good at doing that i just yeah it's not well it feels like spider-man yeah yeah he's good at it but it, again he feels like a child versus an adult i'd never buy him as like an equal yeah you know totally he's no jackie chan he lands um, the moves but yeah he just physically doesn't have the right build for a nathan drake in my mind i know it's a prequel i know it's a prequel but right it doesn't and, work. well what he's gonna grow a foot my <laughs> just higher shoulder stunt like man. A little baby well i think that's yeah. the weird the uncanny valley of it all because he's he has like a petite frame like i said but he's also like strangely muscular like in this movie like he's very ripped he has cum like, gutters guy. fucking yes like, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um no he's definitely ripped he just has a very he's just very thin like he's a thin muscular guy and it kind of it just looks weird and he's really. got this baby face on this body and it just it looks like someone put his face on someone else's body to me sometimes I'm, it's very Mike strange. I'm saying 5'4 five, 5'4 four. Five, four, how tall Jacob he's a short king I think he's uh Five four, that's pretty short. I don't know, maybe like five eight, <laughs> five seven, five okay. seven. But that, if that's what he's writing, he's five five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. gets platform heels. And- he's just as tall as Tom Cruise. Now let's see. Look at that. Look at what they could do with a little camera trickery <laughs> and a little bit of a bigger suit. 
Well, he doesn't run like Tom Cruise, you know. No one oh, runs dude. like Tom Cruise. Nathan Drake. No. Now, but you you bring up a very interesting comparison because obviously we were talking Palm Clementi as Paris very recently mm. in uh, Dead Reckoning. Now, in this heist, we get the introduction of. I'm sorry. What do you keep saying her name is, Jacob? Tati Gabriel. I only Tati know her Gabriel. from. She was in the show You, the show about like that serial killer You. Uh- Oh, um, okay. she was in the third season of you. So if you've watched that show, she's, <laughs> she's like she's the on librarian. My Sabrina Netflix show. So she okay. must be on a lot yeah. of Netflix stuff. Yeah. She's like a Netflix TV actress. Like, and if I she hasn't just, been that much big stuff. Yeah. And to interject your comparison to the Palm mm-hmm. Clementine Paris character. Palm is also five foot seven. A female heavy Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of five well, foot seven happening. Zoe Saldana, I'm seeing here. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of five seven in our sphere. Oh, right interesting. Okay. Anyway, um, that's our secret number. But Tati Gabriel, to compare her to Paris, uh, I think she's much worse than Paris mm-hmm. because she's so like she was one of the weakest parts of the movie for me because she's supposed to be this like she villainous badass, so bad. but she comes off as so unconvincing as like an evil bad person. And I'm just like, I can't take you seriously. Like you're threatening to kill people. Like you slit Antonio Banderas's throat at one point, but mm-hmm. I just don't believe you as like this badass. Now, like yep. again, we covered this in One Piece last week, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. where there's this very toxic male positivity speech where a young woman says, "I might be better at something than you are now, but you'll eventually be better than me because you're a man, and men are will always be stronger than women." Where then the male character goes like, "No, that's dumb. Shut <laughs> right. up. I like that." Yeah, and good message. Yeah, it's an interesting dumb. thing to filter in your brain because it's something that movies have shifted towards, where you do usually now get the female heavy. Typically, like in John Wick Chapter Two and Palm Clementif's case in Dead mm-hmm. Reckoning Part One, they usually have the trait of them being silent. I don't like mm-hmm. that. I don't think they need to be quiet. I mm-hmm. like that Tati uh, speaks in this film. Yeah, but it is something where you have to go like, do you believe that this person in a one-on-one fist fight? could go up against Alan Richardson as Jack Reacher. You know what I mean? Like a guy who is like truly a monster. And I think it always comes down to creative filmmaking and this film lacks the interesting filmmaking that would support it. And again, I think the, Mm. her age is what throws me because she's supposed to be so young. (laughs) Yeah. She's supposed to be an accomplice of Solly's that they go back. She's like yeah. what, 27, I, I'm guessing. Like, she's like the same age as Tom Holland. So, where I'm supposed to believe she's so, like, remember this when we dated? I'm like, no, he's your father. Like, <laughs> this that is way more Indiana Jones than I realized. So, I don't believe she has yes. the experience, and I don't believe that she no. is as villainous as she's trying to come across, I guess. It's almost like none Sorry of the casting to, matches yeah. the characters that they're supposed to be portraying. <laughs> yeah. Except the And I don't guy. know if this is a, a character from the games. I'm assuming that it is Joe Braddock, I think is her name. I'm assuming she's some kind of side character. Mm. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I think there are references here and there, but the coolest game thing that this movie has going for it is, and you brought this up in the intro, Jacob, the the PlayStation movies like bumper or banner that starts this where I go like, oh, cool, it's Kratos and stuff. Yeah, they have all these cool IPs. (laughs) Horizon, Zero Dawn, sure. Sure, there it is, great. (laughs) Right. There's um, no way, Mike. It seems like character was created for the movie might have ended up in a game. Yes. Not, yeah. Okay. I know Chloe is oh, from okay. the game. Chloe right? is the from the other games. female character. Yes. Yeah. This thing first appeared in the live action film, and I'm too lazy and to Antonio, read it. And uh, Antonio 
she showed Banderas's up. Banderas' character, is he no, from he's the same games? Thing. Both introduced. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So is this maybe just, just a total original mystery, I think, of a I guess blending it been of multiple too ones. Too easy to just adapt the plot of one of the games into a movie. They had to make a whole original plot. Yeah, I would have done the second game. Cause I love when yetis. people say that. <laughs> is yeah. that yeah. true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do these get Indiana Jonesy? Do these get a little magic-y, this franchise? Some, some of them do. Some or of them Supernatural? Do. You end up, like I said in the second game, up in the Himalayas, and the, you have boss fights against yetis and stuff. Mm. So there is that's a little cool, bit of, dude. It, well, that's like a plausible lost species too. Like it is an Indiana Jones, like oh, this hidden civilization still exists, kind of stuff. Hey, uh, third or not a third? It is the third movie in this franchise, but another franchise, uh, Mummy, which of course Tomb of the Dragon Emperor has him fighting yetis. Yeah, no, oh, exactly. Sure, yeah. yeah, that came out, I believe, after the second the game. Mummies, better movies than this yeah. movie. Hey, look, I'll take Brendan Fraser's character. I don't even remember his name, but he's Rick better O'Connell. Than... Yeah, Joe yes, would be so Rick mad. O'Connell. <laughs> look, remember where he says Benjamin he's related Gates. to Tom O'Connell, who invented the government? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> invented yeah. the compass? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Much better adventure type movies, um, once again. But these are paint by numbers, yeah. So yeah, heist happens. Do they get it? They get it. Yeah, there's a big mix up. Then Tom Holland gets they get caught. the cross. Sully's like, "Sorry, buddy, they... I'll catch you later." And then they pick him <laughs> up. Yes, yes. The first double cross. He's a little annoyed about this, but they do get this cross, Mike. The twist here is that Sully then says, "Remember when I told you earlier that I had the other cross?" I lied. It's I'm in a business kind of like cucking relationship with this lady. We got to go see her. And this is where we are introduced to Chloe, who, of course, yes. again, comes in with this hot energy of you trust this asshole. Well, you know, I'll I'll say this when you're off screen, but I bet you're Sam's brother, Sam Drake, the legendary Sam Drake's brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. Well, obviously, you can't trust anyone in the adventuring, exploring business because they're all two time and, you know, double crossing. Right. Right. Uh, so she swipes the I, cross right out from under him. And yeah, so they go to Spain, right? And mm-hmm. they're like, we need to find this tomb to find this other thing. This is a vacation and, tax write-off movie. They go to the Philippines. <laughs> they go to Spain. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. You got to have those. Yeah, this is the house. church scene where mm-hmm. he has deciphered from a journal where Sam already knew it was a tree, but he points out that... The tree is like a different symbol that these eight um, men who went back to seek Magellan's treasure left this clue for. We'll go to this church. The big clues are trust your fellow man, journey to heaven, journey to hell. And then we get them uh, using the two keys to sort of turn a clockwork opening inside the church that yes. reveals these pathways up and down. Well, and they go to the this church that's like a turned into a nightclub, right? Cause there's this nightclub scene yes. where they have to like go behind the bar to like, that's the when he goes down. down. Passage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. And when go he goes down. up, he realizes that it's been turned into a Papa John's. Yes. <laughs> so we have Mark Wahlberg running into a Papa John saying, I'm in a, I'm in a freaking Papa John's here. And then oh, my no. favorite part I'm of the movie, freaking Papa Cito. <laughs> so he sees like the keyhole behind like some glass wall. And there's like, Two, uh, there's like a couple sitting at a table and he just comes up and says, excuse me, and just throws the table like across the room. <laughs> yeah. It just starts making this public scene now, where he's like trying to break the glass. I'm just like, what if real an quick, insane Jacob, man ran into a Papa John's Papa and started John's, doing this? Papa John's, 
delivery or takeout pizza, not a sit down restaurant. There's <laughs> generally no inside Papa John's. Garcon, no. one more pizza for the table. One more we're, Papa John's. We're pizza. underselling the popularity yeah. of Papa John's in Barcelona or wherever. The Obviously, oh, yeah. yeah. When you're it's in Spain, fancy. you got to go to Papa John's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I can when we did the Ghostbusters. Yeah, Pottery product placement Jones. type well, stuff. Yeah, so product placement, but specifically a Sony tie-in. Jacob, when we did the Ghostbusters episode and we talked about Lady Ghostbusters, we brought up right. not only is there the famous scene, the fact that they are in New York, where they go, "Let's order a pizza, get a slice." Papa, Papa John's, John's. <laughs> driving mm-hmm. Joe crazy. But also, if you recall, they were in a bunch of NBA Justin Lin commercials where he was like, I'm a ghost. Bust me. Eat Papa John's, girls. <laughs> like, what is this? Did anybody bust out a Sony Vio in this? I can't even remember. <laughs> I wish. Boy, they must have. They must someone have. Someone busted right? out a PSP. Sony TVs on the wall. Dude, someone's got a PSP in this. I, dude, there has to be. Yeah. Or a PSP. <laughs> anyway. Right, right. Oh my God. Do you think Mark Wahlberg knows that Ruben Fleischer isn't Michael Bay? Do you think he walks up and goes, Michael, how's it going, man? I'm so excited. We're doing great on Uncharted. And Ruben Fleischer's like, what? Why does he keep calling me Mr. Bay and Michael? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. He's only heard Michael Bay. Remember the when megaphone. we were doing. So he doesn't know what he looks like. He could presumably just be like, hey, it's remember Michael. Remember when we made pain remember and gain? Remember we were doing pain and gain? Yeah, yeah remember when we were doing With pain and gain and then Optimus came out? And it's like, no, those are not the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, wow. What a movie. What uh, now, I think indeed. this movie... This movie? <laughs> uh, is great, of course. But uh, I think it yes. actually picks up in the second half of this movie a little bit like i think when the first half they is really start boring. doing but when yeah. they start doing the stuff you like in this genre of film yes i agree when they're doing like stuffed in crypts and like going through yeah. clues i'm like yeah i can watch this because i That's, can watch anything yeah. that does some b-level uh adventure movie type stuff they're putting clues together there's mm-hmm. a scene and then of course their water is rising they're they're drowning and Mark Wahlberg has to put the key in the thing, but all of a sudden it's freaking Tati Wal- Tati Gabriel, whatever her name is, attacking, mm-hmm. and now he's got to fight her off. And um, you know, we get more okay, of this I great think. banter. Like, do you hurry it up, Solly? And instead of saying, um, a uh, "There's busy. a situation," says, "Stop talking. I don't want to talk to you." It's like, it's, there's no going to be a minute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, there's no. But Tom he, Holland's he literally like, "Not do lines, Mike." Yeah, it's bad. They're literally like, "We're going to drown if you do not." It's put like that not key right now. <laughs> We're seconds Give me a minute. away from We drowning. don't have a minute. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like I'm in the middle of something. I don't care if you got a minute. Yeah, it's so bad. Um, Gets the um, gun, pop, pop, pop. Blows the glass, <laughs> flips the thing. They get out, but they are double crossed by Chloe for the first time here. Wow. And, uh, Sully says, "I told you not to trust her. Duh, trust her." What happened to my brother? She told me the thing. She told you the thing about your brother? Okay, well, let's go get the treasure still. No, I'm mad at you. Well, why? Because the thing about your brother? Okay, goodbye. Yeah, Mark he's Wahlberg just so is being weirdly very, passive. He's being yep. very sketchy about his brother. Like, what just happened to Just be nice to, to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You're mad that I betrayed your trust? Okay, whatever. Thank you. Yes, Whatever, I'm directly care. angry about that. <laughs> but are we going yes. out? He's very Sundari, Mike. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. We're still going on our plane trip, right? You're not mad right. at me. Right. Oh, and, of course, know. Chloe uh, betrays them, but then, uh, you know, they 
catch up to her or whatever. Some and, crosses get doubled. Well, she again. teams up with the bad guys. She takes the cross to right. Antonio Banderas and says, I've been working for you the whole time. And he's like, now with the That's power right. of gray skull combined, oh, my vulnerable throat. And he gets his. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a rival to Tachi Gabe. Slit in half. Yes. So they all go on this big plane, right? And they're going to the Philippines. Uh, That's where they find the treasure. Are. Yeah. Um, on the on the plane, of course, Tati Gabriel and her men all betray Antonio Banderas for reasons that are unclear to me. But the they... minute she <laughs> sniffs competition, the idea yeah. that Antonio Banderas would like Chloe one percent more than her means everyone on this plane needs to die, which is mm-hmm. insane. There's also this whole backstory with Antonio Banderas's character where his dad is like disappointed in him. It all leads to nothing because he literally Boy. dies like a couple scenes later. So I was like, why are they fleshing out this character? That is true. He's like, it, yeah. was, it was our birthright to have this treasure. My dad didn't even believe in me. And now here I am with you the opportunity believe. to make it all in bed. Yeah. He could have been the main villain for the whole movie, but instead he just gets killed by his own he could have his moment of trying. At least be like, yes, finally, I've achieved my dream of my lifeblood. And then she kills him. Like, give it some yeah. dramatic effect here. Now Man. he's killed on the plane on the way to the Philippines. Um, yeah. And of course, uh, Nathan and Sully, our boys are also you know the location of the, of the treasure. So they're on their way um, or they get on the plane. They somehow, right. I'm forgetting somehow exactly. They stow away. They stow away it on doesn't the matter. This is what I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm, back yeah. to Jacob, the- I'm looking at my phone at this point and I'm thinking like, I've got to do this dumb podcast later <laughs> where I have to fucking talk about this stupid movie. I yeah. scroll to the time remaining and I'm just baffled at this point, but we're back to the plane <laughs> yes. that we opened the movie on where the cargo, yes. we're going to kind of build back up to this action scene of everything falling out of the cargo of the plane and climbing over boxes and, and all this and that. And look, you know what? I didn't hate this scene. I think this is one of the more entertaining scenes in the movie. Like I said, I think it picks up from this point on. Like this and the pirate ship stuff at the end like is somewhat more engaging than the first half of the movie, which I thought was extremely boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what, Jacob? They really just write Chloe out after this scene, though. It really just becomes Nathan and Sully solve the mystery. Well, they have is, this whole scene uh, maybe where they... it works. I don't know. They... Uh, end up in the ocean. They swim to shore. It's like a resort. So Nathan and yes. Chloe are staying at this resort. They're kind of bonded. Real quick. Real out. quick. Yeah. They walk out of the water and a guy on a on a beach yes. thing, Nolan yes. North, Nolan the North. voice actor for Nathan Drake, says, what happened to you guys? And they say, we fell out of a car, out of an airplane. And he says, the same thing happened to me. And they give him a weird look and keep walking. It's the sure. dumbest moment ever. Incredible. <laughs> Nice little, uh, yeah. Um, he got paid for that scene though, for the fans mind. of the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure he did. They have the scene where they go up, they put it all on Sully's credit card or whatever. It's very funny. That's um, right. And they stay at well, this hotel. Hey, now I'll put it all together. <laughs> My brother always used to give me postcards. Postcards must mean clues. Clue <laughs> plus postcard equals. Oh, I got it! I I got it! I figured it out. And you're like, right. truly, I'm watching. I'm like, you figured what out? <laughs> like, hey, what are you even doing? Secret they're trying to figure this out on the postcard when he put it. But they're like bonding at the same time. There's some romantic hints there, and then um, there's kind of a fake out where. You know, she goes to sleep. He's staying up trying to figure this out. He finally figures it out while she's asleep. He passes out. He wakes up. It's longitude latitude. Um, <gasps> surprise, surprise! She's betrayed him again. Except double 
surprise. He knew that she was going to betray him, so he tricked her. And so now he knows where he's going and she doesn't. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so she's written out in that way, though. Yeah, he she steals the yeah. false coordinates. She shows she up a little the, bit the later. The rest but... of the movie just kind of on a boat going the wrong <laughs> yeah, direction. Yeah, on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Away from the action, more or less. Yeah. By the way, they're all in the Philippines now. I did want to mention this. I talked about it in the Barbie episode. This movie, like the Barbie movie, was banned in Philippines and Vietnam for the inclusion of the nine dash line in the treasure map, which is wow. the line that China says is what they own in the ocean or like their borders it's in the ocean. Yeah, that waters. Vietnam and Philippines don't recognize. That's why the Barbie movie was banned there. And this movie was also banned. It's very funny because it's obviously just a calculation of them saying, well, we care more about our Chinese audience having this line in here will bring us more money from the Chinese audience than the, the Philippines and the Vietnam. And there audience. must be <laughs> some like notes coming back from the film department, like in these governments, like put the line in versus take the line out. And they're oh, just yeah. like, well, more people. China <laughs> money versus Vietnam and Philippines money. Yeah. What's going to oh, win? Geez. That's all. Comes I just down didn't realize here. how many maps you see in movies. It's kind of astounding. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I mean, the Barbie one is like literally one shot where she's standing in front of a map. It's not even Made a realistic like a looking map. Yeah, yeah. No. but it has that line no. there. Sheesh. It's just funny. That's a rabbit um, hole to go down. The, the origin of the yeah. dash line in film. But anyway, that's not for us to do. That's for Nathan Drake and Sully to figure out. <laughs> no, I just find it funny that this is, takes place yeah. in the Philippines, but you can't watch this movie. You can't watch it in the Philippines. It's fascinating. Well, good yeah. for that. It's them. also a very positive uh filipino comment at the end where one of the boats gets sunk and he says should we go back for it he goes no that's the filipino that's the philippines government's treasure now and he basically yeah. like gives like a thumbs up to the <laughs> film where you're like okay yeah great cool well, I, I love the sure. philippines too man yeah, that's <laughs> great hell yeah hey we're not like treasure hunters it's not like we can steal it or anything but right um so they're all you know they're trying to find this boats. magellan's treasure um, they know the location of the boat. Sounds like you restarted the podcast. So they're trying to find Magellan's treasure, I guess, is the plot of this movie. I think the important thing to say is they find the boat, they find the treasure, and then a helicopter yes. lifts the boats from the water to the air. Yes. That's well, really they find the well, Tom Holland's Tom Holland's very mad that Sam is not there. He really, I guess, had this fantasy in his mind that his brother would be waiting for him on the boat. He lifts up these facades and goes like, the treasure's right here. I don't fucking care about it. And Sully's like, but by this oh, time, treasure, wow, oh my God. Didn't they, they told him like his brother died, right? Or that Chloe told him it, that? Or yes, but that he, wrong? it's, but they, but Jacob, but Jacob, <laughs> the voiceover line that we get of the brother in the, from the opening where he says, Maybe Magellan's like our parents, where it's not gone, it's just lost. <laughs> oh, so yeah. They find these boats, and he realizes Sam isn't there. He hears his brother say, Gone, not lost, or something like that. <laughs> and, and you're like, so It is mine. Like, yes. Well, why yes. would he think his brother he is on this he pirate still? <laughs> I would yeah. assume he thought he was a ghost. I just think Nathan Drake's a moron. You know, when yeah. he comes up, he comes the way that he comes off in this movie and the way that people treat him, where he just spouts out random facts, are going like, Wow, that's wow, you knew how a Negroni <laughs> was made. That's yeah. really impressive, Nathan. And he's like, they they do it like like he's like a rain man. He's like shaking and going like they do it like this, they make it like this. They're like, yeah. wow, you know a lot of facts, Nathan. That's Which so is kind cool. Of- Again, like Benjamin Gates in my favorite movie, National Treasure, who knows all these American <laughs> history. <laughs> we should have done uh, National yeah. Treasure, to be fair. <laughs> we should have do we that, done yeah. those? That might be good for our long form because that's just two. 
That's yeah. that's like a we will never talk this series. The show, of course, <laughs> no. Book of Secrets. Was that was that the second movie? Um, that's the second one. That's yeah. right. Um, no, I would love to do every adventure explorer type movie that exists. Mummy at least it to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told you guys I like the Tintin the- Spielberg film. Right. Sure. I think if we do every one of these genres, all all it means is we can just keep pushing Uncharted further to the bottom of the list. The more we watch, <laughs> right. we can just letterbox it straight to the grave. Yes. Right. <laughs> Build yes. on top of it. Bury the body. But they all end up uh they all end up in this cove where this boat is making fake. Um somehow I think they <laughs> they know where their location is. Tati Gabriel and the henchmen don't know the location because they have like half of the clues or something but of course they're they find it because basically nathan and sully lead them to this because they see them going that way so like oh right. we're going the wrong way um so Which of your call was boat, a plot right? point in Indiana jones where he goes but you told <laughs> yes. us to go to the left and you're swimming to the right <laughs> after them mm-hmm. yes yeah, like, right after okay, they kill great. antonio banderas uh just like yeah, this movie that's right um so they all meet up on this boat they're hiding on this boat because they got there first the henchmen get on the boat, right? They're like trying to hide. Um, Chloe is on a on a jet boat that she rented, and just you know going the wrong way. Maybe he gave um, her the wrong latitude longitude. That's right. So they have been separate, and she's yeah. just out of this movie. There, she is done for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she shows up at the end, but basically, the very very end. But she has nothing to do with the action scenes. Yeah, her importance to this movie is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this big scene where they're lifting these boats up with helicopters. And then there's probably my favorite action set piece of the movie, which is them fighting on these boats as they're flying through the sky, being carried by helicopters. But again, um, so video game. A level of, yeah. Yeah. A level of suspension of disbelief beyond even Fast and the Furious. One helicopter per boat that is waterlogged, laden with treasure, not going to disintegrate when you lift it out of the water. Like, like it's yeah. all of it's baffling. But it, there are some imaginative ideas, but it's a CG crazy fest, too, at the same time. Yeah. But just the idea. Well, like, and oh, can I just say real quick? It's the yeah. most interesting. Here's, in the, here's the level. Yeah. Yes, maybe. But Low here's bar. the level of writing we're dealing with, too. Hey, Sully, what's your backstory? I, w- I was a helicopter pilot, and then I did bad things. Oh, Sully, get a, the, we're going down. We need somebody to fly the helicopter. Oh, it feels like riding the bike. Woo, here we go. <laughs> like, that yeah. is like that. He's like, he speaks at that level, that level of energy. Mm-hmm. And of course, his, you know, he has this thing where he's taking some of the treasure, put it in a backpack just in case they lose the boats. And he's got a, uh, you know, a last crusade moment. Uh, where he has to decide between saving the treasure and saving Nathan. Sully, leave it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got to, you know, he's got to leave it, it Junior. Maybe Nathan's more important than these material things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. And then, yeah, there's big action scenes on the boats, fighting, fighting, fighting. Uh, Tati Gabriel is killed. The rest of the henchmen are killed. No. And what, <laughs> no, they boat, keep her no. alive. They're just like, oh, she, she no, die. a boat lands on top of her. She is crushed by the weight of her own ambition. Yeah. It's I'm but yeah. so like Tom Holland's like don't kill her, don't kill her. He gives her like a, a a basically a parachute, drops her into the water, and then she looks up and gets crushed by a boat. I apologize. You yeah, yeah that's right. right. He's being far too nice to this lady who's killed multiple people already. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We shoot a cannon. Oh, and this is that lighter that yeah. I said was so important. You know, that lighter that never <laughs> lights right. when he That's needs right. it most. Chekhov's lighter. But they don't even show a close of it. Like when it finally lights, 
he just like they don't even no. show this triumphant moment. It's like it's so incompetent yeah. in how they tried to make this lighter a thing. I, I hate it, but he shoots it. I like to think it seems reshot. The spirit of his brother lighting this lighter when. Yeah, yeah. but like <laughs> yeah. show an engravement like to yeah. my younger brother from older brother. Like, <laughs> click, stay click, lit, click, fam. Click, click. Yeah, no, it's know. all very formulated. Stay lit, fam. But I did think this, <laughs> like I said, this the set piece is more engaging than anything else prior to this in the movie to me. Like an interesting idea of like all oh, these boats flying through the sky there's they're going to be shooting cannons like it's a real like they're like it's a boat fight but they're in the sky like it's yeah. an interesting idea you know there's something fascinating about that and we've seen a lot of stylized boat fighting over the last episode too with the yeah. single piece yes. you know but uh, to see it they're in the air is neato right yeah they're swinging through the you know on yes. the ropes and stuff like that's fun you know yeah. pirates we love well, pirates. And so Here's here's the ending. So Nathan gets pulled up into the helicopter and basically they're like, wow, can you believe this? And we do not cut to anybody else like it. We're like this movie is like end it, end it as fast as you can. Just have our two lead characters be like, what an adventure we went on to go. <laughs> yeah, we still have a little bit of treasure. This is great. Now, yeah. if you're like me, because this is a short podcast, because this is a short movie, it turns out, even though it's a little long. But truly, I'm going like, wow, that's it. And I hit pause and I go. 11 minutes of credits what is going on here and you have to yep. hit play and let it roll as it just realizes the movie isn't over as this film limps to the finish line going like look we know we just told you it's over but like fucking here you go here's more shit we don't care and you get these yeah. two other fucking scenes where the brother's alive and you don't see his face anybody could play him all clearly teases for the sequel that again yeah. it's up in the air whether this gets made i mean this this movie came out in February 2022. I have not heard regarding a sequel being put in production or anything like that. So, but it was a know. huge hit. It did make money. This made four hundred million dollars, which Jeez. is more than I would have guessed. Gross, I mean, close to a billion, two hundred million. Sure, oh, but, that's terrible. Yeah. But like compared to like indiana jones style of destiny i'm pretty sure it made more money than that oh movie. my god this has oh, an yeah. audience score of 90 percent. no yes, way. way really i just looked it up on right audience wild. score of 90 critics of 40 wow i man <laughs> i'm not excited I mean, about the future state of mankind no i no. It's, so here's the thing we got another segment we got coming up here we're gonna tie that in we'll do our final thoughts yes. coming up and end things here and find our treasure, I guess, here on Uncharted, Normies Like Us. Yeah, yeah, we'll cover that. But uh, what do we call this segment, Jacob? What should we call it? The treasure of Nathan Jake? Jason um, Jake? <laughs> I don't know. Uncharted? Cobb charted a thief. Where did the where did the movies chart? <laughs> That's yeah. true. We're yeah. back with a special segment here as we're wrapping up, giving our final thoughts here on Uncharted here on Normies Like Us. Mm-hmm. First, we're going to do a segment that we just came up with the title off that we have to pitch now. Jacob, it is Cobb charted. <laughs> yes, That's right. Because we're what talking does this about revolve around. <laughs> yeah. What are we charting? Well, this is about how this movie charted. Um, so this movie, like we said, it was a big hit, $400 million at the box office. That makes it the sixth best-selling video game movie of all time. Hmm. The sixth. Wow. So this segment is going to be 
Can you guys name all five of the top five best-selling video oh, games wow. of all time? Okay. All right. I have a and couple you, questions. Can you do it in order? order? Yeah. In order. I have a couple too much. Well, <laughs> I, I guess we should, should go back and forth, you guys naming movies, yeah. and see mm-hmm. how many you can get, and then try to put them in order maybe? Like yeah, you probably sure. get the top one. It's pretty. Yeah, the top know, one obvious. seems pretty much a gimme right now. But are, yeah. are these adjusted for inflation at all? And are there multiple entries from a same franchise on this list? Am I oh, allowed to ask that question? Mm. Um, I don't believe they're adjusted for inflation. That's fine. According to this list that I'm. Oh wait. Films. I'm not sure if they are, but it's it's right. just how much they grossed mm. in theaters when they were in theaters. Mm. And uh, I will say in the top six, there are no – there's only one per franchise. One per entry. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. All right. Colin, would you I like think to the begin first the one we can chart. definitely nail, right? You want to take the first most highest grossing video game movie? Yeah, because it is a film that released this year, I believe. This mm-hmm. is – what was formerly the highest grossing film of the summer or of, of this year is this is right. super Mario before, brothers. That's right. Ding. The super Mario brothers before right. Barbie passed it recently. Uh, yes, that was 2023. It grossed 1.3 billy mm-hmm. billion dollars. <laughs> 1.3 billion. You now, can't put a number video on it. Games billion. are good. Well, mm-hmm. just to give you a clue about how much more that makes, the second highest grossing video game movie of all time. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but mm-hmm. I will tell you how much it made. $439 million. So we're dropping from okay. $1.3 billion to wow. $439 million. I have so a guess. Wow, that. that's yeah. huge. Please, Mike. I'm so excited. This might so be Super a Mario a made more than double. I, I also think it's a stretch. I wonder if we're on the same page here. I'm, I'm going to say Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Makes That it. is in the top five. That Wait, is it's in the top five. Number five. Number Okay, yeah, so you, don't have to name in order. If guess, you just name Mike, yeah, but that's our bottom. So we have the top and the bottom now. Yeah. So what's in Sonic the Hedgehog two four hundred and five million, beat Uncharted by four million dollars. Jeez, what's the audience so the rest Sonic of these two? films gross in, in the, the four hundred million? Four hundred million. That's incredible. Yeah. Between four hundred million, Mario. And a oh yeah, five hundred. Was a yeah. phenomenon. That is one point three billion. So we have so, Uncharted at six, Sonic the Hedgehog. Two at five. Now, can you name two, three, so, and four? What so other video games am I going to guess here, Mike? There's a Resident Evil movie that has to be in here. It's not the first mm. one, Mike. Maybe Apocalypse. I don't know. What do you think is the highest grossing Resident Evil film, Colin? It's got to be one of those. Yes, you are right. And it is going to be one of those third dumbass third Wes Anderson. Yeah, or not what Paul... Paul W.S. Paul. Anderson films. I will what, say. Mike, what are those called? Is this one called Afterlife, Jacob? Ooh, um, Afterlife, is that it? Afterlife is one of them. I will say <gasps> none of the Resident Evil movies were in the top. The highest Resident Evil movie oh. is at number 10. The final wow. chapter made 312 the million. The final chapter. Afterlife made 300 that. million. So they're in. So at, so re, the final chapter is at 10. Afterlife is at 11. Uh, retribution is at 15. So none of them are in the top five. Wow. Or top six. I guess it's the top. None of those top video franchise. game movies, we should say. Yes. That's not yeah. say Monster Hunter. That's definitely not in here. No, definitely not. <laughs> no way. Not, it's not going <laughs> to no. be Doom, dude. What nope. other video game movies do you know? Okay, okay. Not Grand Turismo. I'll give you a hint. Not okay. Grand Turismo. Um, all of these movies Three more. came out in the past 
seven years. The oldest is it, one can I ask one more question? Yeah. Is another one an animated film? Is there an animated video game film I'm not thinking of? Um that isn't Super Mario. Somewhat. It's li- it's live action, but there is computer generated imagery in it. I'll say that. Oh, oh, geez. These are it is the Adam movies. Sandler film Pixels, <laughs> based course. on all video games. Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Video game. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, you guys have any guesses? Two, three, and four? Is it, is it Sonic 1? No, Sonic no, 1 Sonic is number 9. It oh, made course, 320 right. million. He did say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I will give you... Oh, so sorry. Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 are 9 and 10. No, Sonic five 2 is 5. Or six, 6 and... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic 1 sorry. is 9, then Resident Evil is 10 and 11. 2, 3, and, and 4. I will tell you, huh? 7 is the Angry Birds movie. 8 is Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Oh, I'll tell you Mike, would you those. have guessed Angry Birds in a million years? Never. That wasn't even on my rate. We did an episode on Angry uh-huh. Birds, and I would even we even specifically think about that. did. It made three hundred fifty-two million. Okay, and that's a Sony movie. So good wow. job, there, Sony. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, partially animated video game film. Mike, what are we? Twisted Metal's a show. Last of Us that's is right. a show. I'll um, give you a hint. What's the biggest selling video game franchise of all time? What? What? It's not Mario? Come oh, on. You guys know. The biggest selling video game franchise. Video game time. IP, I guess you could say. Oh, geez. IP. Why don't I know this? I feel like that isn't something like, oh, World of Warcraft? Well, that, that's not the one that, I was thinking of, but Warcraft money. is yeah. number two. At four hundred thirty-nine million, the Warcraft movie directed by Duncan Jones. We didn't get a sequel to that bullshit, and it made that much it. money. Yeah. That's wild. So we not a good movie. Uh, a movie I've no, seen, terrible. Did film. not like. We but... should cover that film on this podcast. <laughs> that is a terrible movie. Yes, and that's Universal. So Universal has the top two video game movies of all time: Super Mario Brothers and Wow. Warcraft. But that's not the movie I was. Wow. At, okay. The movie I was hinting at three is and four three. and. These hints Jacob's getting. Think about, all right, Colin, remember back when this movie came out, you said this movie is going to be the biggest hit of the year. Oh, Oh, prediction you made on this hybrid live action. (laughs) Yes. Jesus Christ. So, of course, this is a video game. Important to point out that this is, it's, it's of course, a video game, game. but the title of this film is a video video game. Well, this is Detective Pikachu. Correct. That's right. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, 433 million. Duh. From Warner Brothers. Wow. I would not have. Pokemon was not on my radar, Mike. I, it should have been. I'm, I'm trying to hit I'm at sea yeah. here, dude. Jeez. So yeah, we had I, Super I, Mario, Warcraft, Detective what, Pikachu. Can I just say real quick? Yeah. That film, it's not great. Deserved to make the money Super Mario made. Super Mario <laughs> is, it's a fine movie. Yeah. Detective Pikachu is a better movie than Super Mario. Brothers. There's a plot in that one. Bill right. Nye wants yes. to be a Mewtwo. Like, come and 433 on. Yes. million isn't enough for a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Stars like, our favorite main. Bill Nye wants to be Mewtwo in that film. Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> it's incredible. It does. Ryan Reynolds is Justice, his dad. Justice Ryan Reynolds Smith. is his yes. dad, and also Pikachu. The twist yeah. at the end. Of this, you're like, of course. Spoiler alert. Yeah, you're like, uh, wow. wow. Spoiler alert for all of that. Apologies. Yeah. Yes. yeah so also, again, yeah. all. The top six what is our all last came out what is four since twenty sixteen. So Warcraft came in twenty sixteen, Detective Pikachu twenty nineteen, 
Super Mario Brothers this year, obviously. Movies. So, so we're just it. missing four, right? So uh, Super Mario bottom. Brothers, we're just Warcraft, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, four, then five is Sonic the Hedgehog, six is Uncharted. So what could four be? The Would most popular it? Pokemon. You were so right when you said that, Jake. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I think that's just such a bigger now, thing. Now, this one... Games. I don't know it's, if you're yes, going to think of it. It's sort of an offbeat one that you might not think of. It came out in the year 2018. It made $428 million. 2018. Did we, can I ask, did yeah. we do a podcast on this? I don't believe so. Okay. I could tell you an actor who is in it, but that might be make it too obvious. Hmm. I don't know. There's not a Metal Gear movie. There's not a fucking... It's not a video game that you would really think of. Like, it's not a video game that I don't think any new installments has even come out in a long time. So, hmm. Hmm. If you want, I can give you a hint and tell you the main actor in it. But that, again, yeah, I'm a little lost here. We're 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 giving Uncharted more time than it us. It us stars (laughs) a guy named Dwayne. The Rock. Rampage. Don't. Son of a Rampaged. bitch. Rampage. It is Rampage. Mike. Because again, my brain goes <laughs> oh, to Doom. Man. You're so clever. Rampage. Oh, my and No, they've not. They've never gone back. There's not right. a new Rampage video game. <laughs> no. The right. giant monkey doesn't Rampage. pull my finger. Yeah, Rampage. So he does, Mike. He loves playing tricks on his human sign language owner or whatever. <laughs> he tends to be dead or whatever at the end, too. It's very Rampage. Funny. Also, oh, a movie that I joke, confused George. with uh, San Andreas a lot because San oh, Andreas and, was another movie and, that The Rock was Andreas, in. Those yeah, three films, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Skyscraper, all like San Andreas, movies and with uh, the Rampage. Rock. Yeah. I love when they show the four pictures of The Rock wearing the same shirt, and it's like these are four different movies. <laughs> right? Yes, Khaki <laughs> shirt in movie, the jungle. Jumanji, yes. Yeah. Slightly sweaty. Yes. Uh-oh. Well, not based yeah. on a video Shouldn't, game, but they turn it, it be a video they turn game a board movie. game into a video game. Right, right, right. Yes. Wow. Okay. So the top so we have five Super Mario now. Brothers, Warcraft, Detective Pikachu, Rampage, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Uncharted. Then you have Angry Birds movie, Prince of Persia, Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Resident Evil Afterlife, Resident Evil, or Resident Evil the Final Chapter, Resident Evil Afterlife, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. So very interesting. The first Tomb Raider and then the 2018 Tomb Raider. Right. Then Assassin's I Creed. I remember those being big hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Resident oh, Evil Retribution. So there's the top 15 right there. Yeah. Now, Jacob, out of all those films, what would you like to see a sequel to? Hmm. I think Detective Pikachu. I mean, or no, you know what? Warcraft. I'll say, look, I'm a sucker for wow. bad <laughs> fantasy movies like Warcraft. Yes, you are. Uh, I would love to see a sequel, even though I did think that movie was bad. There are some fun moments and and things like that. Um, really crazy movie. I can't believe that this was like a huge blockbuster movie that that got made. And Duncan Jones directed it, uh, son of David Bowie. Um, wow. Very strange. But uh, instead shows, of going yeah. to Warhammer, when Henry Cavill left Witcher, he should have bought the Warcraft film rights and done a sequel to it. Sure. Well, I was going to do I Warhammer. I mean, that movie, it looks insane. That's what I'm saying. Fuck Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. It has terrible, like, CG, like, very funny, weird cast. Like, you had Paula Patton as, like, a half-orc lady, oh, and yeah. Foster as a wizard, like... Really weird. Half movie. the cast are digital creatures. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do a lot with um, 
orcs and stuff, which is kind of actually like Toby Kebble, who uh, was like Doctor Doom in the fan- that Fantastic Four movie and stuff. He plays an orc, and I I kind of liked some of the orc stuff in that movie, <laughs> but it's mostly bad. Toby Kebble, who of course plays the um, body for Kong and Skull Kong Skull Island as well. He's mm. also in that film. He's kind of become just a physical performer. Actor. Yeah, he's like That's an Andy Circus kind of guy. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, it just goes to show Mike. how... Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, of that list, and you can't say Sonic 3, because that <laughs> is a real film that's coming, what yeah. would you want to see a sequel to? Out of that list... Um, and you know. can include the uh, Prince of Persia, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, of course. Assassin's Creed, starring Michael Fassbender. I want none yeah, of Michael them. Michael good video game movies. To break his bipolar disorder, to come back and be like, I'm going to be an assassin again. I'd be like, oh my yeah. gosh. The, now, can no, you I'm, guess where the Grand, where Gran Turismo is currently on this list? Obviously, it's 27th. still in theaters. Lower. Oh, way down. Wow. Okay. Lower 36. than it's the Right now, the 36th highest grossing movie it's behind things like pokemon zoro arc master of Legends, and that's not a real movie <laughs> cartoon it was re- limited release to theaters Final yeah, Fantasy like the a blockbuster original oh. yeah oh, okay sure i will i'll use my guess yeah, and I, say I'm i would good. like another final fantasy movie but mike <laughs> no, no no come on choose one what are you saying what would you want a sequel to a real resident evil movie like an actual one reboot yes. everything and well, well raccoon city i like uh, so. you know rest in peace you know but you no know, uh hey, that stays in a perfectly city. that stays in lance a vacuum reddick. sealed case because that's our lance reddick yeah. but reboot the franchise do a real resident oh. evil movie. That's what, what about this just make resident evil 4 movie and just have it be the plot of resident evil 4 because that's the one that resident a evil lot one, of people like mansion. yeah a lot, a lot of people like one through three as well but i feel like four is the one where a lot of normies kind of got into it. Maybe didn't yeah. play some of the earlier but, ones. So I, we're done with this segment here. That was a great segment. Jake. Yeah. This just shows how together, exciting but... uncharted is. We want to talk about anything else. <laughs> yes, yeah. Anything else, but let's, let me go off of what you said earlier to kind of segue to my final thoughts here, where you were like, I guess people don't just want one to one of the games. Now, I would, you know, Last of Us, that's not what you would call a one-to-one, but it seemed like there was some sort of intent on preserving the story and, you know, trying to keep as many beats as possible. They would get these sound bites where Craig Mazin would constantly say that bullshit, right? Right. Um, I Resident Evil 4, when you said that comment of like, well, I guess, you know, people don't just want one-to-one, it's like... Resident Evil 4 is the game where I'm like, just make the game a movie. Don't change anything. Right. I don't, what is your guys' take on it? Because I guess I am someone who just says like, why not do a literal page to screen adaptation? Because most of the time people aren't familiar with everything. And when they are, they like seeing the thing they know. Mario. Yeah. I've always been confused by that because like it took them so long to realize that because you know, before, let's say like 2016 video game movies, they used to be like, we're going to take the name and like maybe some of the character names, but change everything like the Resident Evil movies, like, um, you know, the Super Mario, the original. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's like, no, just take what was good about the game 
And I feel like Mortal Kombat maybe did it best in those days of like, we're taking yeah, the premise sure. of the game and making it into yeah. a movie and kind of expanding the lore of the characters and stuff to have, because they don't really talk that much in the game. They're mostly fighting. Right. Right? Now, whereas on the flip side, Street Fighter was like G.I. Joe. So you're right. Yeah. Please keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Double I just Dragon, think. Um, Holy Trinity. Like yes. Un- yes. Right. <laughs> like with Uncharted, those those games are kind of meant to be like movies anyway. So why mm-hmm. would you not just adapt the plot of those games? I guess same as I, Last I, of I don't us. know. Yeah, like Last yeah. of Us, they did that and they proved it that that works. But also, also that's a mini like a mini series or a series rather than a TV or rather than a movie. So maybe they had kind of more time to explore certain things in the game. Well, just do that then. Would you want an movies? Uncharted give show? Us time. Like <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah. Uncharted is not just big spectacle action. It's like some executive, they showed him the intro and a couple big action scenes, and then they didn't look at any uh, anything else. They just knew the characters are named Jason, you know, Jason Jake, Nathan Jason Drake, Jake. and Sully, and, <laughs> right. and, and Chloe. And, he and called because, me whatever. Right. But in the games, like, there's really good character development and relationship work between these characters. Like, there's a chemistry with the voice actors and, like... That is uncharted to me too. A chemistry of the characters is just as important as the action set pieces, and they only yeah. did action set pieces, and that's why this is just inferior, like in every way, because even the action is less exciting. They tried to, yeah, they tried to make it its own thing in the movies, and it's just like if you stick to what works in the games, that's what people want to see. That's why The Last of Us was so successful. Like that's we've proven it now, and like Super Mario Brothers, like yeah, the voice is Chris Pratt rather than. Uh, what's his name? But Charles Martinet. Sometimes yes, fan service now works. retired from. Yeah, yeah. like if you should, if you this show the fans of the game what they want, like obviously they're gonna go, you know, spend a one point three billion dollars watching the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, even Sonic is doing a weird version of like they're giving you what you want. He's got to go fast. We get Eggman. We get big robots. Like it's it's what you want, right? Uh, yeah, and even Sonic learned their lesson because if they had ugly sonic as we know uh mm-hmm. the design that was universally hated by fans and they're like okay you know what we'll listen to the fans and we'll change it and you know well, even like the that first road trip movie where it's like why is sonic not running around they're like look if you get through this sonic 2 will be a sonic movie and right. i watched that sonic 2 and i'm like this is great so yeah, yeah knuckles, i think you're right too. they got a second swing mm-hmm. yeah. so now sony you know, if they're going to make, I assume they're going to make a Horizon movie at some point because that's one of their biggest IPs other than Spider-Man and Uncharted. So I feel like that's the next step like that or God of War. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the plot of those those games would work well in a movie. It would have to be pretty big budget to have the whole post-apocalyptic thing with giant robot dinosaurs walking around right. and stuff like that. But I could <laughs> see that being at least a fun movie. Yeah, if they do hey, it, Freddy, do it well. Freddy yeah. Five Nights is that a is that Sony? Five is Nights at Freddy's. That is I'm like an sure. independent developer. It's like one guy made that game yeah. originally. Okay, so I don't know if he What's sold the rights or whatever. Oh, but... you know what? It's going to Peacock, Mike. So that might mm. mean it's Universal. Okay, so now, they got the rights for that. Normies, I was telling Freddy. these guys off pod before this episode. This Five Nights at Freddy's movies, which comes out October twenty sixth, I believe, is apparently three hours long. Can't uh, be true. Cannot be true. <laughs> no. So as long as I refuse it, 
Yeah. Well, if you haven't watched, you know, 300 hours of Five Nights at Freddy's lore uh, breakdowns on YouTube, you <laughs> right. could make a three-hour movie, really I guess, need, presumably, yeah. with how much people dove into You're going to really need all that lore. It's not just, like, mascots jumping out at you and scaring you. There's a lot more to it. You know, Josh no, Hutcherson's got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a whole... Uh, not only is there like a furry fandom within that fandom, I believe there's oh, also sure. just like people who are like, well, this one, the cat, you know, who's like partially mangled, they're this way on the LGBTQ plus spectrum. And you're like, I'm not positive any of this. <laughs> if the Babadook can be a, an icon, so yeah, can the Five Nights right. at Freddy's. <laughs> the Bye Bye I Man. No, I They're all know. icons to me. Well, it's all just universally that. accepted that, you know, Freddy... Fazbear is, and you're just like, wow, that's wild. Yeah, of course, it's all started as like a Chuck E. Cheese knockoff, right? Yeah. But you know, Chuck E. Cheese, he's bi. We all know that. Yeah. Uh, And we love him for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If some other kid had leaned over when I was at a roller skating party and said that when I was a kid, I'd be like, what do you mean? But that's it. I'm glad that the world's changed. I am am loving that. I love the idea of getting the placemat at my Chuck E. Cheese birthday and it gives me a they, them, he, she of each of the characters in the cast. Like, that's wonderful. Oh, that's great. I love that. Give me the bio. Please. Favorite food. Yeah, give me the breakdown. Yeah. I'm going to guess pizza. Yeah, <laughs> very likely. Um, <laughs> extra cheese. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of video game movies, do we? Th- how much yeah. do we think that movie is going to? That going to be a hit? I mean, it's coming out I, in spooky it, season. It's a spooky movie. It is. We're definitely going to talk about it on our spooktacular. Mm. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm it pretty will sure be out it's going to make it. We're recording that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I, I told you I've said a million times on this podcast. I don't remember what movie it was. Nobody liked it. But what I recall is at the previews, my entire audience clapped at the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. So that fucking franchise has fans. It blows it my mind. It has tons of fans. They're probably in their teens now going on dates. They need a spooky right. movie so they can hold hands. You know, it's, well, it's also money. it's like a yes. popular Twitch game. People will react to it on yes. Twitch. And that's probably because yes. of the, you know, you get scared and stuff. So we were just a little older than the target audience. But it's it's a massive yeah. franchise. It is huge. So uh, three hours, maybe excessive. That makes sense. But I just don't know what could what could possibly cause it to can be you the origins for forty five hours. Right. Yeah. But can you imagine a three hour cut of Uncharted? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no. Only no. in my dreams. Like you'd yeah. be able to play that in a prison, maybe. <laughs> oh no, they banned that actually after you know, <laughs> yeah. certain advanced yeah. techniques. Um, you know that then Nicholas Cage, National Treasure, he did his own Five Nights kind of thing in that. That's right, Wally's so. Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I've never seen that. Should I watch that? That's a yeah. bad movie. <laughs> it's all right. So is Uncharted, and that's, that's Uncharted. What we're talking about today. Mm, I wouldn't <laughs> even say movie. all right. Here's the thing. Here's my final thoughts. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. I had talked to you guys about it before. I, my father and I, when we talk every week, we'll usually pick out like a movie. Where we're like, oh, we should watch this before we talk about it next time. We didn't even do that on this one. Like he told me, he was like. I watched Uncharted on Netflix. I was like, I'll watch that next week. Like, done. And we were both by the next time like, boy, that's a film that's almost impossible to get through. But Mm -hmm. I like talking about it. 
once we knew we were going to do this, like Jacob, when you said you hadn't seen it in that Indiana Jones episode, and then a couple days later, I saw you log uncharted on Letterboxd, yes. I was stoked. <laughs> I, was, sure. I flew to read that review, dog. <laughs> well, you told me it was on Netflix, so I was like, well, yeah. I guess I'm going to have to watch it now because you gave me this you information that it's available it's, on Netflix. It's like it's so accessible. I don't understand. <laughs> it, and when you yeah. tell me it came out like a year ago, I'm like – this I'm like aghast every time I see yeah. this film. Well, the fact uh, that this movie know. again came out in February, not like a peak blockbuster month, and it made four hundred million dollars. It made more but, than and, Dial of Destiny. It made more than The Flash. But COVID was still going on at that point too, right? So it could have made more if you think well, about 2022, it. Well, twenty twenty two, right? I mean, I don't it know if it was got like pushed. It probably released pushed yeah. because of kind of done by right. that point. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. But I mean, just the fact that that outsold so many of these blockbusters this summer that have just tanked, like even, um, you know, Transformers, as sad as it is, was the lowest grossing Transformers, right? And probably didn't make as much as this movie. So very mm-hmm. strange that people, but again, I think it's like He's, a Venom she, thing where it's a disconnect where those movies were like huge hits and we can't understand why, but for some reason people are going to see these Sony movies. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. Oh, it. and Morbius, of course, the greatest Morbius, of all time. But sorry, Jake, <laughs> mm-hmm. just because yeah. you just said it, you said earlier with the split in two MacGuffins, you also brought up uh, Beast Wars. What is? I can't even remember what was the MacGuffin in Beast Wars that was split in two. What were they looking? I don't remember for what it was called, time? but it was like some I'm kind of was it just like an energon key? Yeah. The Something. Cosmic Key. I don't yeah. know the actual name of the it. The Space Seed. I, I can't even remember. That's what's incredible. <laughs> yeah. What was a different one in each Space of Seed. Well, what was yeah. the one called? Right. Well, they were looking the for Dolls Magellan's Park. Cross. Yeah. yeah. The Transwarp Key. Thank the you. The Transwarp okay. Key. And there are two parts. Sure. You need both of the parts and put them Same together. Thing with and you've got to jam them together and friggin'. <laughs> Just put them close and they will reassemble as intended. <laughs> Um, Bruce form key guys it's I hate it I hate it two yeah, crucifixes two cruciform key two transwarp keys two pieces of the dial of destiny amazing what if okay I'm about to get a piece of my what mind I'll tell Nathan you what. Drake, <laughs> one piece again huh. what if Nathan right. Drake All and Sully Sullenberger met Archimedes at the end of this film how would Sully <laughs> Sullenberger react just leave me like, here to die <laughs> Nathan yeah. Drake just he just recites his entire life up to his death to Archimedes. And so, oh you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yes. So this is what you did, and then you did this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Oh uh, uh, well. Yeah. Uncharted. What was it? Yeah. And dial Destiny was the dial of it was Archimedes's dial. Right? It was the yeah. dial. It was the titular dial. Yeah. And there's two yeah. pieces. Amazing. Anything else? Yeah. Which again would work once you jam them back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movies, After they're better so than time. ever. They're easier to write than ever. <laughs> than ever. They're easier to yeah, write than ever. Are. Yeah. Normies, if you know any other movies, they really that have are. Two Piece MacGuffins, <laughs> let us know. Two Piece MacGuffins with a triangle of characters. I'm telling you, that's our thing. Because again, if you look at Beast Wars, the girl who's in and out of the mission, the mm-hmm. I guess they kind of flip it where, again, our lead is the stoic opposed to the robot who's kind of the lovable hothead. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. yeah. But he's the mentor to the kid still, you know, and he gives him the yeah, robot. The Pete suit. Davidson robot, right? But we do have a mentor yeah. mentee and yeah. the side character. Mirage. 
female yeah yeah my favorite yeah, mirage that's yeah. yeah. uh, yeah. these films are incredible <laughs> well once the they're strikes the over and they're paying writers made. again we should we should get back at it because they seem really easy yeah, to write. at least right. something that they'll buy that's right uh, yeah <laughs> all right well, we've just charted the uncharted for you, Normies. We appreciate you coming along in this wow. adventure for us. <laughs> there is a song that plays over the credits that is some rapper that goes, you think we're out here charting, uncharted. Now we're doing things charted. It's charted. <laughs> wow. Some line like that where you're like, great. <laughs> I hope. I guess ludicrous. that harkens back to uh, Raph. Raph is the leader. It's like he's not, but clearly <laughs> there's right. no homework for this. Or the... Eminem uh, Venom song. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Famously phoning it in for <laughs> a rap tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. You love to see Venom. it, folks. You love to see it. What was the oh no Suicide Squad's Warner Brothers? What was the Skrillex Suicide Squad oh, song yeah. called? Oh. Do you guys remember? It was I think it was called no, Pink but it was, Lamborghini um, or something it was with like Rick, that. Rick that was Rick Ross. Ross Pink Lamborghini, Rick yes. Ross and Skrillex, yeah. yeah. But yeah. have you ever seen that music yes. video? Because Jared good, Leto good. is in that yes. music video yes. as the Joker, yes. and it's very weird. Yes. He's like on a boat. Yes. It's great. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Joker yes. is just hanging out with Rick Ross and Skrillex on a boat. Skrillex maybe works for the Joker? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had a gig in Gotham. You know, he, he has a lot of the yeah, nightclubs yeah. and after parties. So, you know, he... Got... They probably asked Margo and she was like, no fucking chance. <laughs> no, that guy up. sent me like dead rats and used condoms. He's, yeah, he's I, you can't get me to appear with that guy. No yeah. way. Uh, ah, so movies. there were so many digressions. This, <laughs> like we said, the map was really uncharted on this one, gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're so happy you came along to listen. This is a freebie. This hey, is speaking a great of maps we're that need to be charted, in. we got some some maps that are getting charted maybe uh, in the other parts of the galaxy coming Look, up too. So if you like maps we and figuring out where they're going, promise, boy, buckle in. We if you promise, like shit, three we will maps stop talking about pirates. <laughs> we promise pirates we'll and maps. We promise we'll eventually. stop after this. Three yeah, well, this and, uh, like I was saying, this and One Piece are like the unofficial start to our Pirates uh, series, yes. which will be starting in November. So stay Ooh, tuned. I like normies like us, but they do <laughs> 10,000 episodes on Star Trek. Well, guess what? <laughs> Welcome to the Age of Pirates. Ocean yeah. baby. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, Welcome adventures to- are on. A different kind of ship with a different kind of captain. That's right. It's Ocean yes. Pod now. But yeah. It's Ocean Pod, baby. One more we trip to here. space, though, before uh, we fully right. commit to the yes, water. Yes, yes. That's, that's what I mean. That's the third map. We'll be space more Star Trek. <laughs> but they all have to yeah, have maps. Maybe a war in the stars. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yes, but then we'll get back correct. to it. Um, yeah. But Normies, Anyways, thanks Normies. so much for listening. As always, check us out at Normies underscore like underscore us. Give us your thoughts where you say, I've played every Uncharted game. Awesome. What's your opinion on the movies? Again, that's what we kind of hit the most here. We would love a wreck if you truly are like, this is the game of the franchise you have to play. I'd like that. I would try one of these. Mm -hmm. Um, But we want to know what you thought about this piece of shit film. And of course, if you think there's going to be a sequel. (laughs) So hit us (laughs) up there and and watch us at YouTube at Normies underscore like underscore us as well, where Jacob's putting our awesome video feed up there. Thank you. Absolutely. Otherwise, we have been your hosts. This is uh, Colin Frazier. Is that what we decided her last name was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colin Frazier. Um, what's Sully's last name? Uh, Sully. Uh, no, Sully right. is his, his name last is name. Victor, Victor Sullivan. Victor Mike Sully. Victor <laughs> Sol- Sullivan. Sullenberger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sully Sullenberger. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> and this is, I don't know, Captain Jacob Drake. Jacob Jake. Yeah. How about that?
Captain it's, Drake Sparrow. It's Drake in time. He's, he's back. Wow. <laughs> yes. Why is the map gone? But you have um, heard of me. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, normies. Catch you next Catch time. Catch you on the high seas next time. Yeah. Ahoy. You best be, be believing in uncharted podcasts because you're in one. <laughs> you're in one. <laughs> oh, man. Bye. Perfect. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!